Welcome to the Agoracom podcast, where investors discover great small cap companies. Thank you for taking Agoracom with you and make sure to follow our podcast. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production for Agoracom, in which we take the time to the small cap executives after they put out important news with us today. Happy to have them back because it's been a while, but we got a lot of great news to talk about as Harry Barr is a chairman and CEO at New Age Metals. Trades in Canada under NAM, NAM, and for friends in the US under NMTLF. For those new to the story, and you might have seen a great headline they put out about a major partner uh, that were in the lithium production space that we're going to talk about. New Age Metals, look, the tagline is like a lot of taglines. A junior metal exploration and development company focused on the discovery, exploration, development of green metal projects in North America. But they're doing that through two divisions. This is where they separate themselves from everybody else. A platinum group metals division and a lithium rare element division. So shareholders have tremendous exposure to two parts of the battery metal space. Now, more than just lip service, because a lot of companies talk about battery metals and they're there. Here's what you need to know. Three things. One, Eric Sprott. He's a strategic strategic shareholder with 24.5% ownership. Right away, there's some validation right there because Eric Sprott is the preeminent resource investor maybe in the history of Canada. Uh, The PGM side, is 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 anchored by the company's uh, flagship project, the River River Valley project in Sudbury. It's a multi-million ounce district scale uh, palladium asset. Right now, it's got 2.9 million ounces of palladium equivalent measured and indicated. Another 1.1 uh, inferred, and uh, uh, they've got a positive PEA, which is a preliminary economic assessment that basically says 14 years mine of life, annual production 120,000 ounces of palladium. And you know, do the math, Palladium right now is trading above $2,200. There's a pre-feasibility study coming at the end of September, but that's going to give us even more light. But if that was all we talked about, there's the company, and most small cap companies would be envious of that. But on top of that, they've got the lithium division in Manitoba, which is comprised of seven projects. And here's the big thing you need to know we're going to talk about. They signed a binding term sheet with the world's fourth largest lithium producer, uh, that's a non-diluted $4 million agreement. It's major mineral resources uh, out of Australia. And that's what we're going to talk about. Harry, welcome back, my friend. Thanks for having us, George. Good overview. I don't have to say anything. Well, look, you know, I knew it took a little longer than normal, but the fact of the matter is you guys have such great things going because there's so many Me Too companies out there. George's Lithium, George's Battery Company, you know, and they really don't have anything. Let's talk about this Australian. How big is MRL, first of all, before we get into the details? Uh, uh, and, and how is this validation for, for what you guys do in Manitoba with your lithium? Well, the last I looked, they were about a $10 billion market cap, George. Uh, just being great people to work with. We put together a, a group of properties that you have seven. You know, you're going to see more coming up here in the next uh, week or two. We've been actually, with their help, putting together quite a another large land mass that we're going to announce. And, um, you know, we we put the, the projects together. We went out to the world to see who would partner with us. In uh, February of 221, we got an email back from them and, uh, you know, knew of them, but didn't know much about them and started negotiating. And then in the fall of uh, 221, we signed the uh, agreement. And it's an agreement that would take us a long way. It's uh, the first $4.4 million, um, 4.1 goes into the property and we get $400,000 for payments. But each increment as they earn their way towards 65 and 75%, they have to spend a lot of money to do 
a lot of things to, to get the project to eventually uh, production ready. And then we even have in our agreement, they, they will help us should we choose to take uh, the money from them at a, a you know, the rate that they get the money for to finance the project. So it's, it's a lot more than what it seems in the press release that we put out. Uh, and to get there, they would have to spend many millions of dollars. I don't know how much it would take to develop a, a new lithium mine in, uh, in uh, Manitoba, but it would be many millions of dollars. And, and look, this is like I said earlier, this is the world's fourth largest uh, lithium producer, and they're coming way across the pond from Australia. So how much validation, how happy should shareholders be here? Because you and I both know there's a lot of XYZ lithium, ABC lithium, George lithium, and all of them are saying we're going to be the battery metal supplier. So it's hard for investors to kind of separate the wheat from the chaff because what do we really know at the end of the day about all these deposits from these different companies? Is this the validation you're looking for? And is this the validation shareholders should be really happy about because somebody else is saying your baby is, most, is one of the most beautiful babies in the world? Well, this is certainly uh, our partner. Could it be another junior company that is able to raise, uh, you know, a few million bucks to the finances? But what separates this from that type of company is they are a producer. They're here in Canada to find another mine. They want to build lithium mines. That's what they do. And uh, we're really pleased to have a partner like they are. Hey, I may be putting the cart before the horse, so I'm not trying to pin you down or give or ask for a prediction or projection, but. They're in the game now. They're going to start doing their work. You got a $1.8 million budget, uh, I think, just for this year. That's correct. How long, you know, ballpark, will it take Will it take MRL, you know, two, three years to really get a handle of, of what you've got there? Or what should shareholders expect timeline-wise? If no, I, I think you nailed it. Two to three years, like we did drill late last fall on the Lithium-2 project. We will drill a second round there. It's probably going to take two or three rounds there to actually start putting together a resource. Uh, our first maiden drill program will be on lithium one. It'll start at the end of this month, early September. And uh, we've got a third project we're trying to bring to the drill stage and, and trying to get it through uh, um, and get us a permit. Uh, we did a lot of uh, geophysics last year, over $300,000. So there's a lot of boots in the ground on the other projects this year uh, to try and bring them to the uh, drill stage. Uh, and as I say, we will be, we've been acquiring ground uh, all last winter, last fall, and now, and there should be an announcement out next week about, you know, how much more ground we have and what potential we think it has. But it's, there are some, a little bit more advanced stage, but it, it is a lot of grassroots exploration that we're doing. It's an area, George, that should have been explored many, many years ago for lithium. In fact, a lot of the the information we have is from the late 40s, early 50s, when there was a bit of a lithium boom. Um, and uh, we're following up on a bunch of those projects. We're also, uh, what a lot of people don't know, is there's a mine called Tanko. And Tanko has been, uh, it's one of the largest pegmatites of its kind in North America. And it's in, been in production since 69. And it's actually the first new producer, again, of lithium. They turned on their lithium circuit probably six or eight months ago now. Uh, it was a Chinese company that came, out, came in called Sinomine and bought an American company out. And so they have uh, the lithium circuit going. They have cesium there and have tantalum. And, uh, um, we've been talking to them there. It seemed like a great outfit. We're going to visit their property and their everything here with the Australians coming up sometime in September. 
And they're talking about getting uh, that mine ramped up to the point where um, they would do 10 times the volume they're doing now in the next couple of years and getting the permits and the possibility of having an extra capacity to take lithium from other nearby, nearby sources. And of course, many of our properties are adjacent to there. So, uh, you know, that's all good news too in Manitoba. Let's hop over to the PGM side. But as I hop over to the PGM side, I want to uh, transition slightly and say uh, this is a, a huge benefit also, not just financially, switching over to PGM. You could focus a lot more on the PGM side because you have a real partner on the lithium side, right? I would have to imagine up until MRL came along, you know, you had to really split your brain power, the company's resources, time, energy between both. So how big of a help is, is even the MRL deal going to be to the PGM side in River Valley? Because now you can focus a lot more on that. Yeah, and that was our main focus, George River Valley, and and uh, with the MRL coming along uh, to help us finance things, uh, uh, it really has helped a lot. Uh, and and now the projects are, are moving ahead with the big bigger budgets every year. And our budgets were a couple hundred thousand a year since we started in 2016, so we weren't really getting a lot done on the lithium side, but. Main focus, as you say, a multi-million ounce deposit, one of the only one of its kind in North America, probably the second most advanced project of its kind in Canada. Uh, as you said, we did a PEA in 2019. We are almost through a pre-feasibility study. It's a $4 million study that started in April of 2021. Uh, five different companies helping us do it. And we're now meeting every two weeks to you know, just get the last bit of work done. And, Fortunately, I use a terrible expression that, you know, doing a pre-feasibility or a feasibility study for shareholders is kind of a lot like watching paint dry. It's, there's not a lot of exciting things. Uh, we'll have an announcement tomorrow, an update on the metallurgy, but, you know, it's a $4 million study. If you were drilling, you'd probably get 15 or 20 announcements out that kind of money, but we're, we're going to probably get six out in the, in the year and a half it's taken to do the study. But uh, we think it's going to be positive. Uh, it's right outside of Sudbury, 100 kilometers. You've been to the site. It's just an unbelievable uh, location. Drive right on there from the 400s. Amazing. Yeah. And uh, Sudbury can take, uh, you know, and process our metals uh, 100 kilometers away. Um, we have two deals with our local native groups. And uh, actually, they're going to come to the site on the, I think it's the 19th of September this year. And uh, we have good relationships with them. And so we're trying to work uh, both environmentally and with our local partners and um, develop this thing and get it to the point where it's going to be production ready and hopefully in the next three to five years. Well, uh, now, you've already got a PEA in place. I kind of said that in the intro that ballpark is 14 years mine of life at 120,000 ounces of palladium equivalent. Um, yeah. And do you think the market is missing something, though? Because just that alone seems to be a company maker. Uh, you know, and, and I know we're going to know a lot more with the pre-feasibility study at the end of September, but what do you think the market's missing right now? Because to the layman, oh, those are great numbers. I mean, you probably have as many as I do, but I'm personally invested in about 50 different stocks and juniors, and I don't think four of them are in the money. Since a year ago, June, we've been in a decline. And then, of course, when the big markets all got hit harder in the last couple of months, we got hit again. But the, this time around, Georgia, we've never, all these downturns I've been through, we usually, it took three or four or five years for the metal prices to come back. And then when they came back and investors saw that, they started putting money in again. The metal prices are good this time. 
And so I, I think that we're going to come out of this uh, funk that we're in, the juniors, quicker. There was a little sign of life a week ago. Everybody kind of ticked up a penny or two, including us. Uh, and, and again, me looking across the 50, probably 20 or 30 of those companies did. So I, I just think that palladium is also a metal that most people don't understand. It's 85% uh, of it is in the tailpipe of your car and the auto catalyst is an anti-pollution device. And, uh, and I think people just don't really understand that, um, but it is a very green metal and, and, and needs to be around for hydrogen and many other things in the future. So I think people are gonna get it. Uh, most likely we will someday very soon find a partner. Uh, we're not looking yet, we're gonna use this uh, study to, to look for a bigger partner on this next go around. And we have a choice. We might do the feasibility study ourselves, or we might bring a partner in to help us take this thing all the way once we get the pre-feasibility study done. Harry, if all goes well at the pre-feasibility study, I want to talk about perfection because you're not going to get every single thing you need, but we, we probably can assume it's going to be a, a good news, a good report. What's next steps at that point? What What's your plans for, for River Valley? Well, we're going to keep pushing it uh, forward. And the next step after a pre-feasibility is a feasibility study. And uh, we're either going to finance that ourselves and move forward and do it, George, or it is a time where we can take this new document and go out to the powers to be in the platinum group metal industry and say, look, we've got this project. You guys want to come in. We own 100% of it. You want to earn into this project. Help us complete the feasibility study, the permitting, and get this thing into production. So. We're going to be working at both those uh, angles, and uh, one of them will move us ahead to the pre to the feasibility study. Uh, are there big partners out there that have been potentially sniffing around? I mean, yeah, the, I'm assuming yeah. the entire Palladium PGM world knows about River Valley. You know what? What do you gauge the level of interest out there to be right now? Well, you know, uh, we had, and unfortunately, didn't even get to see it at the PDAC this year. And one of the reasons was is we were booked solid. There, there was quite a lot of interest, and uh, I have a veteran uh, PhD expert, uh, Dr. Bill Stone, and, and we both talked after the three days of meetings. We said, you know, these are some of the best meetings we maybe ever had together. We've worked together 12 to 15 years now, Bill Stone and I, uh, in terms of interest. So, yeah, there are companies out there interested, and uh, we haven't really tried to bring them in. We just tried to keep them up to date, and we're hoping this this study is is the uh, the ticket to be able to show them exactly where we are and, and, and would entice them to go further in terms of negotiating with us. Well, if the announcement with major mineral resources on the lithium side out of Australia is any indication, clearly you guys know how to get it done and move these things to the next level. Uh, so I've, I've got a lot of confidence that you're going to be able to do the same thing with River Valley uh, and can't wait to have you back on. But in the meantime, my friend, look, congratulations on signing the binding term sheet. Uh, and moving ahead with uh, with the budget uh, in Manitoba and the lithium side. And I'm sure it's not going to be long till we have you back on again. I mean, we're in, we're in vacation mode here in August, but with the pre-feasibility study coming out, you're, you're anticipating end of September, right? Yeah, so maybe we're we'll be, be talking, talking on early October, yeah, and go through that. But uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. We've been at it a long time now, and uh, it's almost done. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a company that I think if you're – speculative kind of investor, which a lot of people are in our industry. You've got two kicks at the can with two uh, green metals and news coming from both fronts. So. And, and we'd even really talk about the fact that additional validation, I think, everyone has to make up their own mind about it, but in my opinion, and it's not financial advice, but Eric Sprott 
being such a strategic shareholder uh, is also another validation point, right? That well, I would think so. He like can do all their due diligence that we can at home. Well, and I think he's he's definitely the best investor in our space. So we're definitely happy to have Eric on board, and, and it's certainly a you know pleasure to work with him and his team. Well, hopefully at the end of September, when the uh, pre-feasibility study comes back, maybe we can have him on with you and have a, a, a triple a triple box kind of interview and, and get his get his thoughts. I'm sure everyone would love to hear from him. That would be great. Thanks for joining us, Harry. Have a great rest of the summer. Rest up a little bit because it sounds like between the lithium side and the PGM side, you're going to be really busy going into We're have a busy September for sure. All, all the best, George. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, end time, end time, Harry. Thanks for joining us. To everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, or your favorite podcast platform to Harry Barr. He's chairman and CEO of New Age Metals, trades under NAM in Canada, NM, NMTLF in the U.S. Two ways to do your due diligence. One, get the company's profile page on Agoracom because there's a lot going on here. We've got it nicely laid out for you. And then for those of you who are really rock hounds and know your stuff, Link from there over to the New Age Metals website for your deep dive due diligence. Guys, if you believe in the future of battery metals companies, hopefully today you've discovered your next great small cap company. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time. Yeah. Hey guys, this podcast is over. But don't forget to help your company by liking it or even leaving a comment. And then don't forget to help yourself by following us on Spotify, Google, Apple, or on your favorite podcast platform, so you will never miss another one great Agora Gomez Small Cap Podcast.